0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dimzik, powered by Bet
1: Welcome to the Deep Dive. AFC East carries on with Taking our third. talents too. South Beach.
0: South Beach, baby.
1: Um interesting squad this Miami Dolphins team. We just spent an hour talking about the Patriots, a team that elected not to push their chips into the table around a quarterback on a cost-controlled rookie deal. And we contrast that now with the team that did push their chips in the table, not once, but twice now, two consecutive off seasons, the Dolphins have run the Rams playbook. Um, We want elite players. We're going to go get them. Either via trade or via acquisition and free agency, uh, we want elite talent on this roster, and we are going to try to make a run at a Super Bowl with Tua on a rookie deal. That is the that is the vision here. The major question swirls around Tua's availability. Uh, he is dealing with potentially injury status that is like among the more fragile right this is not like a yeah and he it, had a ACL just... and he came back from it and we'll see if he's just as good this is literally like one wrong hit and lights out it's over for him
0: there well. there you know there's studies and people do this and they say like players truly aren't injury prone you can't predict that you know players have bad luck or they get put in the wrong situation and, you know some of this stuff is people dig into this every year the one exception to that rule is probably concussions because there are studies there's, there's things like that. Like once you've had a heat stroke, Mm -hmm. you are much more susceptible to have another one. You know, just how it works, I guess. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. We went over the stern COVID. We're not doctors, but once you've had a full on concussion or enough pre concussive hits, it's just not only more likely to send you into that. If you hit your head, hit hit. Head hit hard enough, mm-hmm. just it can, the symptoms can be worse. Really, there's uh... some people that are just more—I don't know—more susceptible to to stronger symptoms when they are concussed. And I don't think we're like breaking news or going out on a limb and saying that's that's Tua right now, and a couple of those hits. I mean. He absolutely the one. He just whipped his head back into the chair. Sure. I mean, it was a hard hit. Yeah, the yeah, and yeah, doing the the, the fencing. finger fencing yeah. and like a lot of it was pretty scary shit. So, yeah, the my my too long didn't read on the Dolphins is like if I could guarantee nobody on this roster got hurt and the defense gelled a little more after last year and this coach getting like this, there's a very good case you could say. This is the second best roster in the league, Hmm. from from coaching down to the punter, you know Mm. the whole thing. Like this is this is kind of a sick fucking team on paper. It is, but when you are forced to start Skylar Thompson, it just kind (laughs) of loses its luster a little.
1: Well, you know what they did? They went out and made the most important acquisition of the entire free agency period, and they bring in Mike White.
0: Mike White does have some experience. <laughs> Not only that, when you can steal from your own division like that, it's yeah. a it's a, a, a two inch. Mike, um, Mike
1: White. All right, hey, uh, we'll get to Mike White in a bit, but uh, there's a really good uh, Netflix documentary on free diving. Uh, I was talking about it with Pete the other day. Uh, yeah, I have it on my list. It's like hold hold your breath or something. Um, kind of illuminating how sick some free divers are in terms of like where they're at mentally <laughs> like you're basically you're pushing the human limits to dying and hoping that the safe rescue divers can get you out if something goes wrong because there's no saving you otherwise um but uh that's one of the themes of that uh, show which is that they're like the safety divers have kind of final say to eject you from the competition because once you start blacking out like it's progressive it happens more and more often. You do damage to your lungs, that begets more problems. So it's it's a progressive failure. And uh, and in, when I think about concussions and players and stuff, it's kind of right in that ballpark. Because I just it, you I want
0: to watch Flatliners now. This the do more you remember, con- do you remember oh, Flatliners? Yeah,
1: the more scary thing about the concussion, even than the fencing one, and the you know the long term health implications for a player who you know seems like one of you know a bona fide good guy. Um, the bigger concern like when 2022 was the uh the packers game he go it goes unnoticed and he stays out there putting himself at greater risk of a major event while also completely torpedoing any chances you have of of playing winning football as a team right and that's even sketchier like cuz those that you know that there's no um you know clear and obvious signs of the sub concussive hits that you know impact judgment and impair your ability to operate the quarterback position and so very 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 uh tenuous situation making this miami dolphins team somewhat fragile and i think for that reason uh buyer beware by a lot of people in the betting market uh and having them as the uh, the third choice currently uh even though um at times, they were pretty clearly power-ranked as a top-five team last year. Uh, at times, uh, they exceeded expectations tremendously. Uh, they were an amazing cover in their one wild-card game against the Buffalo Bills. Um, just a great effort from those guys. Uh, you well, saw, and, fly- and, yeah.
0: You know, you, you talk about just the, the systems and the breakdown that you have uh, with how one injury affects everything else, like, I don't think we saw a bigger home run, like offensive player goes to another team signing than Tyreek. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we knew what we were getting, but it was the same chicken and the egg that we get with everything in the NFL. Like, Hey, is this that good of a running back? Or is it the scheme and the offensive line or, you know, but almost always just all three or uh, some of the parts. But with Tyreek, we said like, man, how much of that was Andy? you know how much of that was Bianami, how much of that was Mahomes, and he just goes down there and puts up really mm-hmm. fucking sick numbers. Really yeah. almost gets lost because Jefferson had such a great year as well. Like Tyreek had such good numbers. And it's crazy considering how many games he played without uh, Tua. And it's it is one of those things where you have this you have this massive strength where you have one of the top three receivers in the whole world. And the piece that you need to unlock him is super fragile. <laughs> Where, and yes, Mike White has a higher ceiling than Teddy, but I, I obviously would rather put a healthy two out there for seventeen games than Mike White at of all. Of course. So it it, it it becomes a little fragile because of that. Like one of your huge strengths, and one you're paying a bunch for, instantly, you know, gets a huge downgrade in this what high, what, what's your likelihood that Tua sits out at least a half a football this year?
1: If you uh, 95%. Yeah,
0: it feels, that, that
1: he feels misses at least away. a half uh, yeah. 95%. Yeah, yeah, I, it's, it's very likely that, uh, you know, I think I think median expectation is he starts 15 games. Um, and yeah, there's obviously a pretty long downside. Would be a pretty, pretty, pretty lopsided tail there. Um, you made a great point, though. Um, Tyreek Hill improved his performance going from Kansas City to Miami, even with a, a cavalcade of quarterbacks over the balance of that season. Um, he was a better player in 2022 than he was 1920 or 20, 21. Um, His best year as a pro was the 2018 Kansas City year, where he started all 16 games and uh had just some absolute game breakers um but uh yeah 12 touchdowns wow she's man he had like, a great year that year but uh, he was ninth in mvp voting last year Tyreek Hill, amazing um yeah so 2022 was a little bit of uh um enough promise enough confirmation um you know just, just enough signal confirmation that the decisions you made to bring pieces in were correct. Uh, That I think trying, trying it one more time with a couple more pieces made sense to me. I don't know what else you were going to do, particularly because you did not have a first round draft pick this year um, because of because of tampering. No, tampering. tampering they lost it due to yeah.
0: tampering. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a terribly high pick, but it would have been nice to have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, yeah. the biggest signing, Ramsey. I mean, it's.
1: That's
0: yeah, yeah. Nice, even even I don't know where you have him compared to like at his peak. It's still a very nice signing. And then kind of the, the sneaky one is probably Berrios. Because you have, I mean, how do you yeah. rank your how do you rank your one-two hit? And we just did, did this a little with the talking about the Patriots having to face these wide receivers, but as far as one and two, I'm not sure there's a better one since he um, I mean, all the other wide receiver, you know, Minnesota—it's a big step down now to a rookie in Addison or Osborne. Yeah. Like all the other true stud wide receivers, a little bit of a step down. It's like Cincy and Miami. So I mean, to, to add a what could be a pretty good slot receiver, might yeah. be a, a sneaky good signing. And you they, have the best. You, know, yeah, you have, they, the, best, have, you have good, the best
1: skill position group in your division, I think, pretty clearly. And, yeah, um, Patrick's
0: Patrick's I did Yeah, that was too. good yeah um, well another one the... of my andy's guys of like hey you're just gonna be a shitty head coach yeah i kind of called that before it happened uh, that was what i was proud of but still still a, probably an elite defensive coordinator for sure yeah philly's a good call too i put smith up there
1: let's uh let's kind of uh one closing thought here on 2022 um this was a weird and frustrating team to bet on for me i had some great success handful of times and other times just pulled my hair out um do not get a good number
0: make a good position and then you're looking at Teddy's in in the first
1: well no even even uh (laughs) even you know with that like uh the 20 the week five game against the jets one of the biggest bet i made on the dolphins all season Uh, Teddy was supposed to start and it ended up being the Skylar Thompson show. Teddy got uh, knocked out in one, one snap. Uh, And then Zach Wilson went ahead and beat you. Um, Not, 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 not ideal. uh, If you're a Dolphins team, that was, I think, what, three and one at the time. Um, Yeah. And then the next week, really, really one of the least defensible losses of the entire season, that 24-16 loss to the Vikings. You remember this game at all? You beat them like in every aspect possible and lost by eight somehow. Uh, really, really strange game. Uh, I
0: mean, uh, I will I'll push back on that a little because okay. they had, you know, they did get the Bills win. Go look at that. Remember that box score?
1: Yeah, that one was weird. You're right. I mean, right.
0: granted, it's a home game and yeah. teams, it's a home game in week three. Teams will go down there, have box scores like that and still lose the game to Miami. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did... I mean, I think it's just furthering to your point. They had really odd outcomes. Yeah. Often.
1: Yeah. This one one was crazy. You had 23 first downs to their 11. You had 418 passing yards to their 175. 458 total yards to their 234. (laughs) You had 10 more minutes of time of possession, and you lost by eight wild. <laughs> I don't know how you only ended up with 16 points with that much offense. I must have been red zone turnovers. Anyway, um crazy one. Uh and then yeah, I mean there are just some entertaining stuff. Four straight impressive wins on your way into a bye week. Uh you're 7 and 3, you're feeling good about going to the playoffs. You come out of the bye, you take care of the Houston Texans, you're 8 and 3. You basically have a playoff seed locked up. You're thinking, can we win the uh can we win the afc east yeah. could we beat the bills and you promptly go on a three-game road trip and get spanked by the niners spanked by the chargers both teams completely shut down your passing attack with physical cornerback play uh, and then you put up an absolute awesome effort but lose to the bills 32 29 and all hope of a an AFC East title is gone, and now you are holding on for dear life, hoping not to fall out of the wildcard picture. Uh, and it took the uh, win against the Jets in Week 18, 11-6 to 6 win against the Jets. You want to guess who the quarterbacks were in that game? It was Joe Flacco versus Skylar Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> the the Skylar Thompson-Joe Flacco game. Um, and Skylar Thompson did just enough to win that one with a... Field goal of 50 yards with 18 seconds to go to break the 6 6 tie and make it 9 6. And I know what you're saying. How is it possible that they didn't, that they won by five then? Because the pitchy, pitchy woo woo resulted in a safety. And I believe that that was the deciding factor on the cover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh, somehow that's t- every Dolphins time we were three those. and a half
1: the Dolphins were three and a half point favorites and they won by five thanks to the pitchy pitchy woo woo safety amazing
0: yeah and a couple of people are bringing up the, the Lions game that was another one too where the I think I don't know Jamal Williams had a couple of touchdowns there I had to pull this one up too. Lions were up by 10 Ooh, really in that one yeah, that was fun at, at, at half That was kind of the the Lions M.O., but the Bills game, you brought up the Vikings scores. This was the one that I didn't even have a bet on this game, and it still chapped my ass. It was one of those. I'm angry.
1: The Bills had
0: 515 yards and scored 19 points.
1: Oh, Uh, they they more than doubled you up, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was 515 to 227. So if you score 515 points, 515 yards, and you only have 19 points, you damn well better have like four turnovers.
1: They the didn't though, was, right? They, had they just one. had the one. They yeah. They
0: had one. They lost one fumble. They had 40 minutes time of possession. Just um didn't do all so, all that hot in the red zone. But yeah, very odd season, obviously. And yeah, that safety. That safety was disgusting.
1: <laughs> oh, just gross gross uh for the jess backers that
0: is. yeah both both um, fans. should we do that for every afc east team here was the most disgusting bad beat so patriots yeah. certainly had one.
1: Oh yeah that was the what the the um the that, straight... you know that has
0: its own wikipedia yeah. page it does oh that's amazing because <laughs> it's called like the oh, it has like 10 nicknames it's oh, incredible
1: i'm sorry we forgot to mention that um okay so the playoff game is maybe the final thought here and i wanted to get your take on this um they go to Buffalo in lousy weather. It wasn't lousy, lousy, but it was not great. And they scored 31 points under the uh, uh, guidance of um, Skylar Thompson, right? Was your takeaway that the, the dolphins were figuring something out and this was just a mike mcdaniel classic and he got the most out of that team or was this more of a sign that things were going wrong with the buffalo bills defense that ultimately manifests the following week
0: in the loss of the Bengals? I think we, we were kind of on that a little like i i, I do think it's kind of a cop-out but some of both because okay. we, we were starting to be out a little bit on uh the buffalo bills defense as a whole Okay. You know, several points during the season. And, it, you know, it, it wasn't like an utter disaster, but it was starting to come to fruition. And at the same time, it, it was hard to judge mm-hmm. uh, what we were getting from Miami. We knew that Tua was efficient when he yeah. was in. We knew that everything they'd done offensively has worked. But, uh, yeah, definitely a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Leslie Frazier never changed anything. That's kind of what yeah. we got last year um. Often.
1: The Dolphins had a second-half lead in that game. I forgot all about this. Um, they were winning 24-20 at one point, and then the Bills scored two touchdowns to go up 34-24. Dolphins came back to score a touchdown to make it a three-point game, but I guess they just didn't get uh, – I think they had the ball late with the chance to drive and tie or drive and win, and the Dol- and the Bills' defense finally netted up and, uh, uh, and got them off the field.
0: I, f- I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't. I found the Wikipedia page I know the patrons for <sighs> the lesson. But the the lunatic lateral, the Las Vegas lateral collateral damage, <laughs> the, hail, the hail moron, the vagary in Vegas, the Sin city miracle or the flick six, the and, flick
1: you know, six, flick six, six. It
0: was such a it was one of those where it's like, oh, that's not going anywhere. And then it's like, oh, no, Uh-oh. it's going the other way. But yeah, uh, the, the, the safety as well nasty, nasty stuff. That's uh, that's what takes years off our lives as Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, so basically, with three minutes to go, Miami was driving. They got to their own 47 before there was a delay of game penalty. I remember this now. McDaniels was having a really tough time getting the plays in in that game. They had a every, bunch of delay game. Every play, that?
0: it was coming down. There would be like five seconds on the play clock.
1: Yeah. And the delay of game ultimately cost them that converting the fourth down it would have been fourth and one on the on the 48 Instead, it was fourth and five on the 44 incomplete pass intended for mike casecki and that is the bow on the dolphin season um have to think of it as a success considering what they put their chips into the table and what they got for it um can you know 13 and a half point dogs and you know you had a game in the playoffs like that was uh that was impressive by them um season grades we covered on some of this stuff but i'll just say it for the for the sake of completeness um the players who have n- found new teams uh include linebacker landon roberts he mattered uh offensive lineman brandon shell he barely mattered uh tackle greg little he barely mattered uh and then a, a who's who of guys who underperformed or just couldn't find consistent playing time including trent Sherfield, chase edmonds mike gasecki melvin ingram teddy bridgewater thomas morstead eric rowe uh and then a bunch of guys who you probably never heard of uh and so yeah they kind of lost the middle class of that roster but they backfilled with uh, a couple of pretty elite players uh and i'm gonna start with Jalen ramsey because he's the big name but yeah. to me the guy that matters more in terms of plugging a hole is david long uh linebacker bringing him in from tennessee was pretty uh pretty huge for what vic vangio wants to do as far as scheme goes um, and so you made two really nice additions on defense and upgraded two positions pretty clearly. I think um, nothing against Landa Roberts, but David Long was an upgrade for sure for me. Uh, and similarly, Jalen Ramsey. You didn't ha- you didn't lose any defensive backs who were getting meaningful starting time. You just add Ramsey to the mix, yeah. and all of a sudden now that is looking like a pretty elite room. Um, Jeff Wilson, running back. Uh, did, did they add him mid season? I think they did. So. Uh, I don't know if he really counts as an ad. Uh, and then they took a bunch of swings on guys who it's tough for me to see making, you know, they may, they may not even make this roster. They brought in three jets, Dan Feeney, Cedric, uh, Ogbihi, and uh, and the aforementioned uh, Michael White. Uh, I, oh, they brought in Braxton Berrios, too, so they brought in four Jets. Um, but, yeah, Mike White was a nice move. Uh, you got a little bit more stability now in your backup quarterback position, which is obviously a, a pretty important upgrade. Um, how do you grade the, uh, and, you know, the decision, of course, as mentioned, to bring in, to get, somehow, to get Vic Fangio. How do you think they scored that coup? How did he pick Miami?
0: I don't know. You know, you you have a, an elite corner. You have a couple of really nice pass rushers. Like on paper, if there was a also you need to live in Miami the state sales tax thing i'm just kind of grasping at straws steven ross why?
1: wrote him a wrote him the biggest check yeah, yeah. I, was, I was
0: gonna say probably probably the paycheck was, a decent was the biggest size. Check. old people like to live in florida says patrick um <laughs> but we got chubb and phillips i'd be fun to that'd be fun to coach guys like that getting into giving you know the okay. names that they have it's it's a good defensive paper i'd like to coordinate it and Again, he's another one too. Like we say this about, I said this about Bill O'Brien, even though I don't think he'll ever be a good head coach. In his mind, I would want to be a head coach because he probably got a nice paycheck here. Head coach will always pay better. And that's, uh, you know, that's always the end goal. So maybe he thought it was a nice step, a nice stepping stone to getting some more interviews in the coming off seasons. Um, And then, yeah, Braxton Berrios, who is a uh, a one-day contract with the Bills, away from completing the complete AFC East Quadrafecta. Hmm. He was drafted by the he was drafted by the Patriots, played for the Jets, and now he's on the Dolphins. So only three teams, just uh, getting traded around here within the division. That's what they think of him. I still think he has nice upside as a slot guy.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so uh, off-season grade is a tricky one for me. Because if our chips in the table with Tua, I think my paramount consideration would be keeping him upright. It's hard to hurt your head if you never hit it on the ground, is my general thought. At least the way that they referee quarterback, uh, quarterback hits these days. Um, and there were some good offensive line pieces out there that you could have upgraded your unit and instead, you elected to use capital to bring in Jalen Ramsey. Now, you did that on the for pretty cheap, honestly. And he upgrades your secondary tremendously. Um, but I felt like there were moves to be made in the offensive line, which could have probably helped bolster your likelihood of getting 17 games out of Tua. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Toron Armstead still an injury waiting to happen. He's the only guy on your brought up a
0: little. It got brought up kind of jokingly in the chat, but um, do you put any weight to the jujitsu? Like, I I will say just from wrestling in high school, like there is an art to falling right. You see some of the worst injuries I've saw in you know, coaching or participating in wrestling and you know any obviously contact uh pugilism fighting combat is the word i'm looking for sports is you know a guy falling wrong and landing on his arm funny or taking out a shoulder back neck even so i mean there is something to that but does that translate to getting hit by a a blindside pass rush i I don't know if you, you can fall right if you're getting hit as much as You know, he has been hit over his years. Maybe. I'm not going to be like, he's cured. This is it. He knows jujitsu now.
1: In the back of my head, I kind of assumed he was trying to protect his hip. And that maybe led to more head injuries. Uh, So maybe. the hip was
0: like such a long-term fucking It was
1: such a really serious deal. Um, And if he's basically thickened his his lower half uh in an effort to keep that part you know to take hits on his rear <laughs> yeah. for that. if he uh yeah if he if he um if he decided to put a little junk in the trunk and take the jiu-jitsu so that he can land on his rear instead of his head then maybe there is something there but i am i would i would rather have invested in offensive line that could keep him up right yeah, and Charles yeah.
0: this is this is my takeaway too he does look like he bulked up and yeah hopefully hopefully he had you know just it's crazy just watching you know quarterback or any of these even you know hard knocks over the last few years just understanding the workout regimen some of these you know players go through yeah and hopefully yeah. had somebody guiding him be like not only is this how you should fall these are the you know the exercises we should be doing these are the places we should be bulking up to help you with this so you're yeah. not uh out of the league here by the end of next year <laughs>
1: yeah so in summary for offseason grades the fangio move a plus yeah the pieces that you got for the defense now a hard
0: uh, that first round pick but we should knock them that's their own damn fault yeah
1: the building around the margins B plus b+, uh offensive line ignoring the offensive line for me drags the entirety of the grade for their offseason down to a b um, not yeah, B plus. We'll say B plus because A because the Fangio thing is such a coup. Um, I'm assuming. Yeah, no. If if I
0: take the Fangio thing out, I'm going to give it a C. Okay. Because ignoring yeah. the offensive line was a little egregious. I yeah. But I, but at the same time, like that should be a D. But I love the Jalen Ramsey signing. Yeah. I don't mind Bar- Barrios. I like I like the replacement at linebacker enough yeah. where it's like, yeah, all right, you get a C, and then you're probably right. The Fangio thing is a is an important move, and it bumps him up.
1: A yeah. Little. So let's talk about this. uh, Let's talk about how to rate this team. So they're tough because coming out of the gate, you have to say healthy Tua, you have one rating for this offense. But how you rate them for the purposes of trying to project a season long expectation means you have to account for the potential that he misses time. And that's a huge it's a pretty serious ding that takes the quarterback overall quarterback strength for me out of the top half of the nfl even if tua is clearly a top 10 guy i just i feel like there's enough downside and enough even you know i'm not really all that excited about mike white frankly i mean you know it's it's it's, it's a good stopgap, but your schedule is too hard for that to really matter if tuas can't play um so yeah i mean i think that drags the overall season-long score the offense down to where they're in like the 10 to 12 range instead of you know clearly top 10 which is where they would be if you had a healthy Tua for you knew you were going to have healthy Tua for 17 weeks skill position group clearly top 10 best in the afc east in my opinion uh interior offensive line good grade for me overall offensive line i have a a pretty lousy grade because both tackles even though Toronto Armstead gets a good score for me, his availability is a huge question mark. You can count him in missing at least four games. Uh, and Austin Jackson just has not worked out at all at the right tackle position. So good interior protection potentially for this team, but the uh, the tackle play looks thus. Uh And then the defense is a top six unit by my numbers. Uh, front seven, I have ranked 13th. The all- weakness is... Uh,
0: where do you have Phillips? Um,
1: Phillips, I give, him, I give him a grade where... If he continues on his progression, we're talking about defensive player of the year type of type of potential. Very uh, much. And, and really, the whole offense, the whole defensive line, it's just it's sick, it's sick. Um, the Phillips Wilkins next to each other, awesome, 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 awesome. Um, and then you got some depth there too. Uh, yeah, Chubb solid, um, although he's been underwhelming relative to what his expectation was a guess. yeah the
0: expectations uh-huh. were awful high coming in but mid-season stuff like that sometimes it's tricky and he does with a better coordinator yeah
1: yeah and i mean i like the starting linebackers but linebacker depth is a huge problem really don't want to you really don't want to see duke Riley and Channing tyndall taking snaps for these theme they're going to be tough to get off the field uh the uh uh i don't know unless you think andrew van ginkle can uh can Uh, play inside linebacker if something happens to Long and Baker. What's your your thought on Van Ginkle?
0: I'm I'm Van Ginkled out.
1: Okay. (laughs) You're not a Van Ginkle bull anymore. I'm I'm
0: putting him on on my preseason all-pro team for special teams.
1: Okay. So personnel-wise on paper, top six defense, um, top half pass rush, top four defensive backfield for me. Uh, And overall, offense plus defense, starters i have ranked as the seventh best roster in the nfl uh higher if you consider a healthy tua so this is a good roster we agree very good yes. team on paper
0: Let's see almost better than i mean on paper just because uh it, it's tough to wrap your head around like what if tua plays every single snap but on paper, I like him better than Buffalo. Which is oh, tough because you really, there's a big there's a gap and it, it depends how heavily you weight quarterback and obviously, I don't think it's safe or sane to say, I should I, I can assume Tua plays 16 17 games.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um, and th- that's, again, you, you have to project some upside of the defense too with a, a better d coordinator
1: phillips last year had the signature of a guy who's about to break out you know what i mean um his pressure yeah, rate was too ridiculous.
0: like yeah having him drop into coverage
1: <laughs> yeah he was outstanding in pressure rate didn't convert it to the sack numbers like you would have expected but he's a young player um yeah he looks like he's going to be a, a monster this year to me
0: with you there, as far as the defensive player of the year upside, um, the schedule though, that's where things get hairy again. Yeah, seventy-five to one—that's a pretty good number. Another team that does have to play the uh, AFC East. At least they don't have to play themselves. You know, worse or New England team, but they kind of playing all ups the the all upside all stars too. Yeah, because
1: they really it's are. Like,
0: oh, hey, the right off the bat, like. See, all coaching upside All-Stars. Kellen Moore figures it out. <laughs> That's a tougher game. Bill O'Brien elevates the Patriots. That's a tougher game. Um, right off the bat, Sean Payton, week three. He gets a lot more out of that team. That's a tougher game. <sighs> Buffalo actually run like the downslope of that coaching over the past few years a little bit, but it's still freaking Buffalo. The Giants, they keep it up. Carolina has a lot of new pieces, making them a little more of an uncertainty. And then Philly, New England, Kansas city. What a bad spot to have your home game. Your easiest divisional game of the six is mashed in between road games at Philly and Kansas city before you buy.
1: Yeah. Well, that kind of
0: stinks. Like sandwich game is bullshit, but that's a bad spot for that.
1: I mean, even worse than that it's uh kc games in germany so you got your your guys are thinking about travel international travel uh yeah not ideal <laughs> it's not ideal. although although you're at kc going from at kc to it to germany where you have a travel advantage is nice i assume the trip is further maybe it's not the it flight further from kansas city to frankfurt yeah. or um, miami to frankfurt
0: I mean it's quite a bit north but it's still further. Kansas City's further west than me. But at the same time like Kansas City loses a home game as well. I'd rather if you're going to play them anywhere I guess I'd I'd rather not play them. Ideally you play them at Hard Rock but not having to do an Arrowhead is nice. Um and then you do get your bye, you get a little bit of a hopefully hopefully a scheduled win there. Maybe Washington is struggling with their quarterback stuff. Tennessee oh, baby. likely struggling with their quarterback stuff. If uh, Aaron Rodger, really, if the really. Aaron Rodgers experiment is going poorly, Miami has a second half schedule they could likely take advantage of because both Jets games are second half. They get Vegas, Washington, Tennessee, and then you know the end of the season. Not easy, but it is your home game against Buffalo, and you get Dallas at home as well with uh, a little bit of a you know travel advantage.
1: Yeah, tricky final quarter, but who knows how good those teams are going to be there? Um, you know, who knows what quarterbacks you are ultimately going to be facing there? Um, but it looks tough. Uh, but you have travel, 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 plus, plus, plus. That's cool. Um, the uh, oh yeah, five of your last four of your last five are at home. That's not that's nice. Um, that cluster around uh, where you're going Vegas or you know hosting Vegas at the Jets at Washington hosting Tennessee that is lovely. Coming off your buy to have that little soft landing right around Thanksgiving. Solid. Uh, there's going to be a buy point on the Dolphins at some point if you want it. Um, and, yeah, the the early part of the schedule is pretty soft, too. Like, Denver through New England games. And then the the handful of standouts are the ones you have circled. If you can win one or two of the Buffalo, Philly, KC spots there, you're talking about, uh, you know, setting yourself up well uh, for success and, you know, threatening an afc east title i think um this is a good schedule i'm surprised actually because i thought everybody in the afc east was gonna just be the...
0: i mean it, it's still very tough you have i mean just having four games that are buffalo buffalo kansas city philly that sucks yeah but, sure but everybody in your division has a fairly tough schedule as it is you know buffalo has a first place schedule but you know, on top of that, it is Dallas.
1: You're not playing Cincy and and Burrow. You're not playing you, you get, uh, you Jacksonville. Play, yeah. You're not playing San Jacksonville, Francisco. and you're not playing San Francisco. Um, this is pretty good schedule, I think, considering. Um,
0: no, and, and I, I joked about the the all coaching upside to start the season, but you know, more often than not, those things take time. Yeah, and. Getting Kellen Moore, Bill O'Brien, and Sean Payton in the first three weeks while they're still getting stuff installed is probably better than getting those three coaches later in the year.
1: Yeah, that's if fair. If you want
0: to put a little bit of a silver lining on it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think that's true. Um, not a ton of
0: standalone game against Dallas New Year's. That's a very this cool. One. That's very fun. excited
1: for that game. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you're going up against some really good defenses, um, but you match up pretty well. If you can pass pro, I'm not as worried about Dallas Jets, uh, Washington. Um, Casey, you have some pretty elite D tackles you're up against over the balance of the season. So that interior of the offensive line is going to kind of kind of determine things. If they stay healthy and if they play as well as they did last year, then you should be good offensively this year. If they struggle, if there's injuries there, then teams, some of these teams are really going to be able to pick you apart on that particular point, I think. And then, two under duress, you all of a sudden are just waiting for the uh, waiting for the shooter drop there. So, yeah,
0: and I I, be, I believe it was zero three versus Buffalo last year. But what was the total margin of those three games? No,
1: no, no. You won one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah—the close one that they yeah, shouldn't have covered. And, covered mind, they still yeah, they so, covered all three. Yeah, uh, they covered all three. They covered all three. The, 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 yeah, all three of those games are really close. They have played close with Buffalo. You know, if if this defense can shut down, if there is a weakness to the Jets, I mean, your second, your your number one wide receiver is a second year guy who had a nice year, but like your number two is like Lazard. Hmm. There's still you still match up well against everyone in your division based on you've played Buffalo, to, you know, well, your secondary and your pass rush matches up well against, yeah. uh, against the jets. That's the thing we sit here and look at these schedules and like, Oh man, this is so tough. But if you're projecting this to be like a 10 plus win team and to do sit in the playoffs, you're going to have to beat those teams.
1: Oh, of course. Without yeah,
0: question. You'll know a lot more about this team. If they do go and, and beat those kind of teams, you know, yeah. more often than not. So I, 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 I guess I'd like to see my good teams play tough schedules. Yeah.
1: And it makes for a better, more entertaining NFL. Yeah, There's there's, there's so many
0: games on that schedule. Like
1: I'm going to watch all of those.
0: Yeah. How many times have we said like, what if, if two is healthy, 17 games, like a lot of it isn't just, Oh, I want the dolphins to be good. Or I have dolphins futures bets, or I'm a secretly a closet dolphins fan. Like all those, there's like 10 games on that schedule that are like, shit, this is a, yeah, this is going on the big TV right now because game of
1: the week, a game of the like, week, you know, like, the like, week. even like the Patriots call. games. Yeah.
0: What if, what if like Rodgers really does kick it in back into gear for one oh, last geez. push in his career? Like all the divisional games turn yeah. out to be probably pretty good at that. And the, those,
1: yeah. and those game those games are later in the season when it's more likely if he's still standing. Yeah. 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 So you don't get uh, Aaron Rodgers early, which is too bad. Um, but, uh, Shit, man, this is yeah, How it's a really did fun Speaking
0: of like, and we'll get to the Jets on Wednesday, but you know, somebody brought it up, and I agreed that Tua has packed on some pounds, probably in a good way. Um, that Aaron Rodgers photo, he looks like he hasn't been to the weight room in two years, he looks yeah. very slight.
1: Yeah, the uh, the word that came to mind when I saw that was frail,
0: emaciated.
1: I don't understand what's like going he's
0: not, on. Well, how do you eat? Can you imagine going to your kitchen right now, Drew, if it was completely pitch black and trying to cook? No. I guess no. he'd have to doordash dash it all.
1: No. He's uh he's playing with fire coming into camp with that at that weight, I would say. <laughs> that <laughs> looks like a scary potential uh, outcome. Um, the um odds are interesting for the Dolphins. We've kind of Covered, I think, a decent amount at length. Now, the surprise that they are the third choice for the AFC East instead of the the second choice. Um, Super Bowl odds of twenty five to one, absolutely within their range of outcome that this team could win the Super Bowl. They are no worse off than the Rams of two years ago, who won the Super Bowl. <laughs> if the jujitsu works out and Tua plays a full season, the rest of this roster is good enough. The depth is good enough, even with injuries to other weird positions that they should be fine. If the tackles play well and the past, you know offensive line is top ten. Now we're really cooking. I think Super Bowl is, is live. 25 to 1 is a live number. 12 to 1 AFC, live number as well, although I'd rather have Super Bowl, I think. And it is up to them. If they beat Buffalo, if they beat KC, if they beat Philly, if they win their high leverage games, then I think they're thinking one seed, and Take I think they're a step they're thinking, back, quick. I want you to expound on that a little.
0: Yeah. Um, when you say, because we've gone the other way, and I, I want to hear you, I sure. You can uh, kind of touch on this a little bit. When you say, I'd rather have their Super Bowl price than their AFC Championship price at twenty-five to one rather than the twelve to one. Expand on what you're thinking there. Um, I think I know where you're going with it.
1: Yeah, I think this team in a Super Bowl setting is a three-point favorite over everyone except the Niners and the Eagles and I think the Niners and the Eagles have more difficult paths this year than the Eagles did last year so the chances of the Eagles coming through off a bye and two ass kickings and being market respected to the tune of you being a dog in the Super Bowl is low so I think you're getting more upside with 25 to 1 Super Bowl if they're sitting in a situation where they're favored in Vegas on Super Bowl Sunday what do you think? Love it. Yeah, yeah agree because like really Andy the key is if they have made it that far that means two is healthy
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's why you buy that was that's the entire kind of concept of going for an upside thing like 25 to 1 Super Bowl instead of just make the playoffs yes minus 105 no minus 115 right Why, why play the win total nine and a half if I'm projecting a median of 10 but an upside of thirteen, which could oh, get into one seed. It's like what we did you know? with the
0: Eagles, and I don't know how many people in the in the chat had good Eagles numbers on a variety of different bets. Whether it was yeah, right. most wins, one seed, win the NFC, win the Super Bowl, different last undefeated, mm. uh, all kinds of different Eagles bets, and all yeah. that was. And I mean, uh, R.I.P. But Sirianni, Coach of the Year, all those were just like, hey, this team's upside is massive, and I think. When you're dealing with something like uh, the two-way injury and the upcoming two-way injury that we haven't got to yet, like do you want to be, you know, do you want to be sitting on a long-term ticket at minus one ten? That if two is injured, well, it just coasts? Or do you want to be and if it doesn't, you probably lose that because they they lose more games than. They win with the schedule, then, or do you want to be sitting on a long term ticket at 25 to 1? Because if Tua does stay healthy, it's probably one of the three best teams in the AFC, and yeah. they have a viable path to winning it all.
1: Yeah, I so in my mind, the entire calculus for AFC this year comes down to can you get the one seed? Because the win share you scoop of not having to play wildcard weekend this year is going to be flipping enormous okay last year it wasn't as big you had some wild card quarterbacks like skylar thompson and uh uh who is the Ravens guy
0: oh i can see him
1: yeah it's, uh, whatever that guy's name is sorry sorry to his him and his family sorry to um, him and his family but uh and, and yes, both of those quarterbacks almost won playoff games. I get it. But the point is that, you know, the Bills and the Bengals realistically had, you know. Tyler quaz, Huntley. Quaz, quaz, Tyler, thank you, Tyler. All
0: pro Tyler Huntley, yeah.
1: Qu- he did go to yeah. the Pro
0: Bowl, didn't
1: he? The, uh, the Bills and the Bengals had quasi, you know, they had very straightforward opponents in the wild card round. I do not see that happening this year. I think there is a very, very real chance you could be hosting a wild card game against a team that you are dogs to. The Bills come to mind. The Chargers maybe even favored over a home team in the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens certainly lie for that. The Bengals might not win the AFC North. They might be a wildcard team, right? Like if you can avoid that stage of the playoffs in the AFC this year, then I want a, I want a Super Bowl ticket on you. Because
0: kind of talking me into this, if I could find a (laughs) thirty, and I know, so it's a good
1: schedule. I like the way it's. I feel like even
0: even a good win week one, you don't see this number drop to like twenty or something.
1: You think they can beat the Chargers week one? Have you thought about that matchup in that game at all?
0: I do, but I I, like I said, I don't think it moves their number a lot because it's like, oh hey, the Chiefs just beat the Lions on national TV by twenty, and you know the the. If, if if, you know, four out of five top AFC teams all win their first games, you're not going to see that drop to like 20, I don't think. So I think you'd maybe be patient and look for a better price. And uh, I'm not saying, hey, I, I hope they lose their first game because it's not going to be something I'm excited about as somebody who's wanting to get in bed with them long-term. But, you know, if it's if it's a close, good loss. And mm-hmm. uh, my biggest takeaway is like, hey, the Chargers are legit. Which adds to the calculus as well, because it's like, shit, that's another good AFC team we got to throw into the mix.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Part of my reason to buy into the, besides Price, obviously, buying into the uh, Dolphins would be belief in Mike McDaniel. Uh, He proved in year one that he was that guy, I thought. Um, And oh, by the way, of the Playmakers uh, podcast series mike mcdaniel i thought came across the most favorably at um,
0: least douchey <laughs> i mean exactly. i'll just say it exactly i think yes. i think that the thing is too and yes when you watched like the last dance which i've not watched or you know or you you get into the mind even like and god rest his soul but like you hear some of these interviews with kobe bryant it's like if if People who weren't like pro stars talked like that. You'd be like, mm-hmm. what The fuck is wrong with this psychopath? But like, that's how the greatest people, who are just you know these outliers in their fields, they have that with them. I mean, it has a name. But I mean, it's, it's called Maba mentality. For you know the Kobe stuff, like sure. some of the some of the the way they think and the way they interact with people is a little different. So I, I gave them the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, some of those guys come across a little. Like, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't talk to you in a like public setting.
1: <laughs> I would hang out with Mike McDaniel anytime. Uh, that guy's
0: cool. Yeah, he's, he's, um, he does seem a little more relatable.
1: Yeah. Uh although the, like
0: all those guys' houses are cool. You've yeah. So drafted. yeah, oh, yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh
1: so um the thing about the market entry on the the Dolphins is bet them now or wait and honestly the way that their schedule is if they beat, beat the Chargers week 1 five and one is super duper on the table for them at which point
0: i did i was i came into this not really knowing your complete thoughts on this team and i was hoping you wouldn't talk you got me close you got me close to pushing the button
1: yeah um i guess here's the key question then andy if tua is making starts in the preseason if tua's clips are going viral in the from camp is are we going to see the market shorten on air basically
0: Man, there's just the the equity in the AFC is so stuck with uh, Buffalo and you know Buffalo, Kansas City. They're taking up so much. Cincinnati, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to adjust it. And granted, some bookmakers aren't as forgiving in future book management as others, and they'll move shit on air and not adjust anybody else. We see that especially <laughs> in awards market. So, sure. Maybe um, if Cook signs, does the move? Does the number move? I don't think so um just because he is a a running back by nature and i don't think that's going to be a huge value add for that team yeah i I don't know that they need him
1: honestly they're they're they're, they kind of have a nice little mix of three guys that can do different things
0: yeah the the rookie i think he probably eats up the the snaps that aren't already spoken for i'm not so sure that that actually comes to fruition Mm -hmm. i really don't know i think i think Delvin Cook will be <clears throat> of the four or five running backs that don't have homes right now. I think he's probably the prize jewel. Um, and he'll end up somewhere first, but I really don't know where, because like you said, when, when he was talked about going to new England, it's like, that doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Like, they're yeah. not going to pay. If he wants money, you're, you're knocking on the wrong door there. The Miami yeah. thing obviously with his, he's from there. It'd be a homecoming. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zeke, uh Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is the guy who led the league in rushing in the last what? How far how long ago was that?
1: Uh five, four years ago.
0: Five, five. tops? I mean, yeah. it's crazy. You know, this has been the yeah. discourse for uh, the last okay. two weeks, so I, let's I, talk don't, about, I don't I don't, I don't yeah. think Cook moves the number. No, I think I what either. what Drew said sentiment on like oh shit to his to his here and this is a new Tua, and this this offense is really going to – the preview we saw last year, we're going to see the whole movie this year. I yeah. think that could drop them down 22-ish.
1: Okay. Um, range of outcomes to me is in, is pretty conditional on them winning the AFC East. Okay? If they win the AFC East and you have a home playoff game, at least one home playoff game, then I'm interested If you are trying to go the wild card route in the AFC, best of luck to you. Tua did not get his feet wet in terms of playoff football last Mm -hmm. year, so he'll have to make his first playoff start this year. Um, But this guy's won national titles. This guy's played in a lot of big games. I'm not like,
0: yeah, he came in in a big game and looked pretty good at one. Yeah, yeah, that was he's got. Yeah, he's
1: got sort of the Burrow, Trevor Lawrence kind of mentality where you know he can win an insane game. Uh, his first playoff started, and it wouldn't surprise you. That's kind of where I'm at with him. But again, winning three road playoff games as a wild card to get to the Super Bowl ain't happening in the AFC this year. I'm sorry. I don't care what team you are. I don't care how good your offense is. Uh, it's just going to be too tough. Um, so, yeah. I also don't know how I feel about them matching up against the Chiefs, if that's a playoff matchup. So they kind of need the Bills to take the Chiefs out, I think. To open the door for them, because they could be the Bills, and
0: we still have the Bengals in the goddamn mix here.
1: Yeah, they need they need to be in the one seed, like to get to get realistically it, to, the realistic path for them to win the Super Bowl. And twenty five to one implies they would have like a four percent chance. Um, that is getting the one seed. The Bengals go on the road to the Jaguars and lose in round one. The Bills knock out the Chiefs in the 2-7 or something, and then you're left with a playoff field that includes Jacksonville and Buffalo and one other team. I think in that world, shit's getting real. You could win a Super Bowl now.
0: Yeah, and it it is – if you win your division, it just – you're not going to have to play – Let's just call them the big three in Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City. You, you, don't, have you, th- just,
1: you don't have to play all three of them. Yeah.
0: You, just, you won't have to play all three. But, man, the, the odds of still having to play two of those teams feel so pretty high. Good.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty high. Yeah,
0: It's still pretty high. You need a lot of things to break your way. And, you know, beating Buffalo during the season twice or even just splitting with them and winning the division would go a long way to setting that up. You know,
1: you know know what has to happen? The Bills have to be the wild card that faces Cincinnati. They take Cincinnati out in the four five or the three six.
0: Yeah, because in the scenario, the Bills are a wild card.
1: Then the Bills go to Kansas City, slay the dragon, and then they are like High on life, we've done it. We finally go to the Super Bowl, and then they go to Miami and Miami.
0: Well, beat them. My, well, Miami is just taking <laughs> out like Cleveland just, and yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah,
1: yeah, they, yeah, they are there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of the path that I think gets. Well, that's them.
0: yeah, that's the dream. Yeah, isn't
1: the, it? they they literally match up very well against the Bills. They need the Bills to take out the other big boys, and then they can beat them head to head. I think in a AFC Championship game, assuming it's in South Beach. Um. Okay. I haven't bet any Dolphins yet, and. I don't know what's going to make me do it. I'm
0: close, but the, the you know, the, the Chargers game,
1: the, the Chargers game week one is really what stuck stuck in my head. Like the fact that they got solved so sincerely last year in LA and granted it was a bad travel spot. Um, it was a big time game where, you know, not everybody was right physically and now they get that same, you know, same matchup with two weeks to prepare coming off the preseason the entire preseason to prepare like i think they should have some answers for the chargers in that game and kind of live on the dolphins week one um really really good game that got that is a must watch man that's gonna be good 4 p.m start time really good week one contest um okay
0: yeah betting plan is between here and preseason game one someone has to Talk me into it. I gotta find that number too. I, have, I'm seeing mostly like 18s and 20s. I, I do a little yeah, around.
1: I'm way, uh, I'm way ahead of yeah. the Jets with this team in terms of rating as constituted. Yeah, this without giving
0: like, maybe a little teaser for Wednesday. Yeah, I'm not super convinced of the Jets. Because no. when, the, when the main talking point, and I already said it this year, this podcast was like, hey, what if Aaron Rodgers just wasn't like super focused last year and he's actually still good at, yeah. you know, age, whatever, where he looks like, honestly, he looks like Tommy Fleetwood. He looks <laughs> so skinny. Um, yeah. I'm not like, uh, I'm not banking on him, just but like, oh, he just didn't like everyone in Green Bay. Now he's the MVP again. Like he's just playing at MVP level again. Feels like getting sixty percent of that from a couple of years ago would be a win for them. So I'm, I'm a little, a little out on the Jets. I'm yeah, kind of too. out on both New York teams. Just um, maybe not like these are bad teams, but the the expectations are awful high in in the the metal lens as a whole.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, two fun notes to close this podcast, Andy. Uh it is further in miles between Miami and Frankfurt than it is Kansas City to Frankfurt.
0: Fuck it. This fucking globe, the great circle the globe, got man. me again.
1: The globe. It is four thousand eight hundred and twenty-two miles from Miami to Frankfurt. Whereas it is a short four thousand seven hundred and sixteen miles from Kansas City to Frankfurt. Frankfurt's pretty pretty high north, so that's why you get that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's the same, but a little farther from Miami. What do you know? Um, other fun I fact: I
0: gonna, I've only gone Atlanta to Frankfurt.
1: We mentioned uh, some of the high profile standalone games for the uh, for the uh, Miami Dolphins this year, including the Christmas Ever against the Cowboys, which is going to be just awesome. Uh, they have a, a Monday Night Football game, two Sunday nighters. One of the Sunday nighters at Philly is going to be just awesome. Um, they do not play on Thursday this year. There are no TNF games on the Miami Dolphins schedule, which is a little weird. But you know it what seems... they do? You know when they do play? Yeah. Black Friday. First ever. I Black know. Friday I'm pumped game for this. Is too. Miami versus the Jets in New
0: York. And RIP. Yeah. RIP to anybody who's like, you know, significant other makes them go shopping that day and stuff or turns that into a holiday. Because is that really a thing? uh, There's some people that are very much still into that. Oh, no. I, I, uh, not only only do we not do any of that, but 90% of the time, my wife still works that day because nurse apparently people need to have emergency surgeries every day (laughs) of the year at the hospital. So she Mm. often works that day. So she's using me and the kids. Holy shit. Hopefully, is that a daytime game or is that Friday night?
1: Black Friday game is at 3 p.m. Kick.
0: Yeah, she'll be getting home by then. She'll catch me in my vegetative state then. 3
1: p.m. Eastern. Kick.
0: Also, question to you, and maybe this is just something I haven't paid attention to. You see this, like, you see the photos on Instagram of them getting off the tarmac. Do NFL teams fly private for these sort of things? If you're going from Kansas City to Frankfurt, would you fly private? Yes. Um, and also, it, because there is no direct flight from Kansas City to Frankfurt.
1: No, no. You're flying
0: private. But you're not
1: changing planes. In, but
0: the, the same thing, like, wouldn't you have to stop anyway? Can you, I don't know how gas works. No, like, no. What no, kind of no, mileage no. we get in
1: For that? No, 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 no. The uh, if you're. I don't know. I don't really know what the team. I just flight remember every time
0: are. I. Every, and we always flew Delta as a child, but every time I went to Europe as a child, it was always atlanta you go to atlanta mm-hmm. hang out for an hour and then you go to frankfurt or stuttgart or amsterdam wherever yeah I,
1: I have a so friend i don't
0: know how that how does that work with a private like you just land three people so, on the east coast and so going. i have I'm a friend
1: who uh i have a friend who's a private uh pilot and he used oh, to shit, work for he used to work for the fries guys like the guys that own Fry's electronics they also hmm. own the san jose sharks and they just bought like a uh, used 727 and repurposed it as their private plane. It doesn't have the appointments of like a Gulfstream 650, right? Like it's not like for corporate executives yeah type. but you it's gotta literally get like a bunch like of it. yeah it's for getting a bunch of bodies around and us uh, you know the, the planes like that can make a direct flight uh five thousand miles
0: you know, oh, okay know right. i yeah it just was bothering me and yes the yeah, Atlanta airport is kind of elite they do have a popeyes they have the yeah well what's the good beer down there something in Atlanta? With water in the Atlanta? Hmm. there's a good georgia beer i like you can't really get it up here. Something with water in the name. Someone tweeted at me later on, uh, not Twitter. It's not called Sweetwater. They hadn't do it right after.
1: Yeah, but no. If you have, uh, there, there are a lot of, there are a lot of entities out there that run a private planes that are for, you know, they're they're for charter, they're for rent.
0: And, also, uh, final note: when you are on that flight, it is considered a team facility, and you cannot gamble. <laughs> as we had another gambling suspension come down today. For a uh, Denver, Denver offensive lineman. Oh, who Denver was it? Uh, I can't think of his name. He started some games. International. Uh, Don't bring chicken mm-hmm. on an international flight, guys. Hmm. Gambling suspension. Denver. Oh God, I'm not going to try to say this guy's name. Yeah, Iomi. Well, it was Uruke.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> this, oh, it him. was one of those two okay. where
0: it was a, it's not, hey, you're out for a year. You're out for six games. It's one of those where you're out uh, indefinitely. What? The, the, the first time I heard him use that word was the Ray Rice suspension or like indefinitely. like, And I had to like look it up. Like, does that mean forever? And it kind of does until you look into it. So I'm not sure what he was betting on. Honestly, hopefully it was Denver unders. <laughs> so at least he got paid.
1: So. Uh, all right,
0: until Wednesday, guys. Right.
1: Huh? Let's do it. No, that's right. That's
0: right, Maybe Sweetwater is from Florida. Just I don't get it up here. No Sweetwater. No Sweetwater from Georgia. From or that. like I even is that a